Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs. Looking to grow your business or increase sales? Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Welcoming everybody to the Cigar Authority. Big, big shoe for us today. Mr. Jonathan, what do you say? You ready for this? I'm always ready. And Chuck? Fired up, baby. Okay, this is the first time we're going to do a Mia Moore cigar tasting on the radio. Four stations along the internet, along with Ustream. There's a whole bunch of people out there. Got some free cigars. I know a whole bunch of others. When we ran out of cigars, uh, they went to the store and they picked it up. We got coconut chocolate and Mia Moore cigars. We have rum. We this have- this is, this is how good Andy Green is. Yeah. He knew that this was going to be a big show. He knew we were going to have people coming in. Having not sent us the email, he made up extra packets. So if you're, right. if you're out there, in about 20 minutes, we're going to be lighting up so you guys can come on down. We have extra packets. You can do the tasting right here with us in the store. And get this. Yeah. He brought extra rum. Over extra rum for the people too. I'm so not gonna lie, when he wasn't looking, I went and got myself a little something, something beautiful. over here. Beautiful, beautiful. It's 12 noon, right? Hey, Why not? It's early enough or late uh, enough. If you're looking for where we are, we are at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. Take Route Three to Exit One, and you'll see Two Guys Smoke Shop right there on Spitbook Road at the corner of Daniel Webster Highway. Uh, come on down. In about 20 minutes, we are going to uh, begin this tasting, and uh, it's very interesting. We went through it uh, before at one of the other stores, and we thought it was great and said, I wonder if we can pull this off at uh, we, we during said, the radio show. We well, said that? You said it. I had it all set up before you even knew about it. <laughs> right. You didn't even know I was going to be on the show. It's true. Bam. It's true. Had it locked in. And, I, and I'm not sure that you're on each and every week, but <laughs> here you are, and you, you say, uh, hey, I'm, I showed up early, and I said, you know. Early for what? Early Mr. Jonathan quit about maybe six months ago. Yeah, about that. Yeah. Right. Well, for the summer. 
anyway, wow, I got loud all of a sudden. But anyway, uh, we want to welcome in the four stations listening to us live right now. WWZN 1510 The Zone in Boston. WGHM 900 The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL, that's 1320 Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Along with that, that you can catch us live on Ustream.tv. And, you, and all the old shows are on there. And lots of people checking us out right now on the CigarAuthority.com or PodBean.com. Uh, this is a weekly show about the finer things in life, including, but most importantly, premium cigars. So that's the, the mainstay of what we're all about. And this week, as I said, it's going to be a live Mia Moore. This is uh, Mia Moore by La Roma de Cuba. And the, uh, the maker is uh, Pepin Garcia. And um, we're going to go through the whole process. Right now, I want to light up anyway, even though, you know. Even though Andy told us not to. We can't help ourselves. That's it. I have, I, you know, I wanted to wait and wait all day, and I want it to be the first cigar of the day, so it will be. But I'm going to begin right now. Chuck, you got a cigar over there? Sure, buddy. Now, I'm, I'm using my Redwood. Redwood. Zycar cutter. Nice. Cost, cool. it, it costs twice the cost to have the redwood on it, but it is so cool. It is cool it, looking. So it is cool looking. You need I'm, it? Going, I'm also going Zycar, and I, I just will, recently picked up the uh, the Zycar lighter that has the magnet in it with the uh, the cigar cutter right oh, attached nice. to the side of it. Nice. Now I've started doing something new that uh, one of your employees does. I leave the cellophane on when I go to cut the end. You don't like yeah, that, huh? I don't like it at all. You're afraid the cellophane's going to get stuck in the no, cigar? No, you're going you're gonna to dull the blade. You just, there's no need. Take the cigar out of what the cellophane. What do I cellophane. care if I dull the blade? The thing's guaranteed for life. It gets dull, I bring it back, I get another one. Yeah. There you go. you got a point right there. New cutter, I mean, um, new um, lighter I'm trying here, which is the Zycar Impressa. This is a $39.99. Guaranteed for life, as you said. Guaranteed for life cigar. It's just a push button, and the top opens up, and it's a pinpoint jet flame. What's this extra hole right here? Is that a, like a USB port? Is this thing double as an MP3 player? <laughs> that is the hinge. Oh, that is the hinge there. That would be a cool idea if someone Ooh. came out with a cigar lighter that had an MP3 player attached, specifically for cigar smokers. And it'll replace smoke gets in your eyes or what? Hey, sure. There we go. We'll go with that. So and this is going to be an interesting show. Not only do we have uh, Andy Green here, and he's going to be on in just about 15 minutes, and we'll begin this whole process. This is going to give you time if you're just checking in for the first time and you want to tr try this tasting along with us. Run to your local retailer, grab a Mia Moore cigar. If you're lucky enough to have one in your humidor at home, grab one. And we, you need coconuts, chocolates, and almonds. So go to the store and get an Almond Joy. We can get through with that. Pour yourself a little sipping rum, and this is going to be something. This is going to be something to go through this tasting. You're going to really appreciate the different tastes and how it changes when you have a little something, something there, right? We have uh, someone watching from Portugal, by the way, checking really? in. Yeah, this, that's the beauty of the Internet. International. We're, we're an international show as of right now, although we, we always have someone watching from Canada, Rudy. Yeah. But Do you know how to say uh, hello in Portuguese or anything? Hola. Really? I don't know. No, Ola, it's Spanish. It's not Portuguese. It's it's pro it's probably like it a little bit. Yeah, I think most of those Latin countries, it's very it's very similar. What you do is you say really slow and louder, hello, <laughs> and that's like speaking in a foreign language to them. Hello. Because <laughs> can you tell me where the bathroom is? Right. Oh, now I helps, now I understand. That them. helps them understand you so much better. <laughs> That's how it works when I go to the Dominican Republic and stuff. I talk louder and slower, 
and they look at me with that puzzled look. So not not only do they hate you because you're American, but now they hate you because you're an idiot. Right. <laughs> in our second hour, um, and live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, today is Joe Cusano. He is the president of Cusano Cigars, and they are celebrating their 15th anniversary today. Joe's over there running all kinds of specials on Cusano Cigars, and he's going to give us a call at the 1 o'clock hour, and we'll talk to him about his brand-new 15th anniversary cigar out there. And we got lots going on. This is really the first time that we've had two cigar companies represented in the same show. That's true. We do two different cigars during each week. We've never had two but, representatives. But two representatives. We're yeah. like the Jeffersons right now. We're moving on up. We're moving on up. <laughs> we've been doing this now. It's got to be like seven months or so. Yeah, about so. that. And, uh, hey, this, this is going to be a good show. I'm looking forward to it. Um, uh, today is December 4th, the 338th day of the year. There's 27 days remaining till the end of the year. This year flew by for me. I don't know about you. Oh, 20 days till Christmas. I have done no Christmas shopping at all. Um, and um, it is Jay-Z's birthday. Can you appreciate that, Jay-Z? I like Jay-Z. He did a song called December 4th, which is actually his birthday. And that's it. He was born in 1969. He's a youngster. But Jay-Z, uh, a lot of things happen in the publishing business. Uh, in 1791, the first newspaper was published, Sunday newspaper called The Observer. And in 1881, the Los Angeles Times be, uh, put their first edition out. Um, all the way back in 1918, the first U.S. president traveled to Europe while in office. The first time ever in a ship. You'll appreciate this yeah. next one. Burger King. This is big for me. And, and I didn't think it happened all the way back then. Burger King, 1954, opened its door it's for the first time in the U.S., and it was in Miami, Florida. Back when they had the cute roller skating girls with the short shorts Is, coming really? up to the car with the thing. You what order if they it. The, do they have the Whopper? Do oh, they? I don't know. So anyway, you, there's always talk about McDonald's and stuff. Not a lot of uh, historical information on Burger King. But it opened in 1954 today in Miami, Florida. Um, I love their commercials where the, the son, the junior Whopper, and the uh, the big Whopper guy, they're always talking, and there's always some pun about buns. You know, they're playing the Wii game, and, oh, she's really kicking your buns, Dad. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Hey, Chuck, do you know who Wick, Wink Martindale is? I should, shouldn't I? I don't. Really? I don't. He was an American game show host and a DJ. He was a famous DJ way back then. But anyway, today's his birthday. What was the show? Do you know the show? Tic Tac Doe, along with other things. Wink Martindale. What a cool name. Wink Martindale, right? <laughs> he couldn't have been born with a name like Wink. And uh, the uh, most beloved country boy of all time, Max Bear Jr. Any idea? He's nope. the son of Max Bear, the boxer. And he turned 73 today. And he was Jethro on the Beverly Hillbillies. Ah, all right. Today's his birthday. Freddie Boom Boom Cannon is a guy from Revere, Massachusetts. I met him a few times. I hear he's still around, uh, born in 1939. Any relation to uh, Mildred Boom Boom Turner from All in the Family? (laughs) (laughs) Can nicknames make you related? Automatic. Mildred Boom Boom Turner. I love it. All in the Family? Yeah, I love that show. That was the secretary? That's right. I I don't think they had any relations. Do you watch that show, Ed? nicknames are the same. The reruns? Oh, Freddie oh, nice. Boom Boom Washington. Now, there's a game. How many nicknames can you think of uh, with, with, with Boom, Boom Boom? And there's three. Apparently, there's three. He, no, he did Palisades Park. Down to Palisades Park. Boom. 
Freddie Boom Boom. Anyway, he's it's a local. Funny that you he's a local that. over here. We'll hear Palisades Park is one of our bumpers today. I'll put that in for you. Perfect. You're a nice guy for that. Tyra Banks. The supermodel, Tyra Branks, oh, you know yeah. her. How, oh, yeah. how old is she today? Oh, man. Is she in her 40s? 37. 37. All right. So she has not hit the wall yet, ladies and gentlemen. Has not hit the wall yet. But not with the plastic surgery and stuff. They last long. Well, plus, we're, we're learning to appreciate women in their 40s. So once she hits 40, she officially becomes a cougar. Okay. Okay. My wife's a cougar. 30 years ago, the English rock band Led Zeppelin officially disbanded 30 years ago today. Can you believe that? Wow. What a bummer. And um, All because just... They couldn't have found another drummer. The drummer dies. That's right. Yep. John. Of all Bonham. the places, of all the places that you could find a replacement for a band, I mean, the drummer. He sits in the back. Who really cares? The guy can keep a beat. I think they they, they certainly got more popular since 1980. Yeah, Metallica. Well, yeah. Lars. Yeah. So uh, and also uh, died this day in 1993. Frank Zappa. Do you remember Frank Zappa? Oh yeah. Great musician. You don't even know who he is. But and you're, and you're a DJ. It's all quiet over there. But I'll tell you, he was a guy that fought for for uh, civil rights and the rights for free speech. And he was he was big on that, along with very, very f funny music that he had. Um, what was that song he did with his daughter, Valley Girl? Mm. Do you remember Valley Girl? No, no. And you're a DJ. Gag me, gag me with a spoon. Valley Girl, gag me with a spoon. Nothing. Wow, you got a lot of Chuck, up. you're going to give me a hard time about this, huh? <laughs> well, you're a DJ, man. Well, Frank listen, Zappa, really? Listen, the last time I ever played Frank Zappa, which was never, because no one remembers him and no one cares. And oh, he's not, I disagree. It's not party music. I specialize in party music, stuff that makes you want to dance. Valley Girl. Check that out. Write right. that down, Valley Girl. You'll have, a, you'll have a few laughs. I'll make a note right now. That was late <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait until I have a full dance floor. I'm going to get on the microphone and say, <laughs> Chuck and Dave from the Cigar Authority told me to play this right now. Yes. And if the dance floor clears, I blame the two of you. Or, or should I say, when it clears. And, and what if it what if it jams full? Nah, it, it won't. Some people will appreciate it, though. That was, uh, that was big in its day. That was late 70s, Frank Zappa, Valley Girl. You got that? Um, I wrote it down. I'll okay. take a note. Um, we had uh, last week's show was all about Winston Churchill. And I mentioned during the show there was an auction coming up for him, and they had a leather case, a four-finger leather case with his initials on it that was belonged to Winston Churchill. They put it up for auction, uh, item 5476, uh, on Tuesday. And um, they were hoping for $6,000 for this leather case. It would be less interesting if it was item 5457. Thank you for telling us the item number well, of the auction because just, we, just, just, it already happened. We don't care all right. what number it is. Okay. It already happened, and it was expected to get about $6,000, which would be a cool item to have at a cigar store and hang it on the wall, and this was it. And I would bid $6,000 to put that in the store, and it would be very cool to have. The only problem is with Winston Churchill items, they always go for way more than you would expect them to go for. Like his dentures. Right. <laughs> $46,860. What? $46,860. And that's why it's, it's that's not even a bothered car. <laughs> yeah, it's a really nice car, 46860 This is a used leather case with initials on it. And it's used. It shouldn't be that much. So that, that's the problem. And I, I want to bid on these things, but there's no sense. Not with Winston Churchill's name on it. Forget it. It just can't be done. Yeah. So anyway, that's what ended up happening. Uh and we, we are trying the Mia Moore. I like the cigar anyway. This oh, is we've a, got uh, Bernard Boom Boom Jeffrey on. Someone put in the chat box. And I saw another Boom Boom reference. Never heard of that person. He plays hockey. 
Really? Yeah, see, you give me a hard time because I know nothing. You know nothing. Uh, we also have Walter William Boom Boom Beck. Name five famous Mickeys. Uh, Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rooney, Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Mickey Way the Candy Bar. Mickey Way. Uh, nothing. Mickey Way the Candy Bar? I heard Ed say it. That's the only reason I Mickey know Mickey Way? That. Will they accept that? <laughs> Mickey Way? That's only four, though. Mickey one. Mouse, Mickey Rooney, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Mantle. Mickey, Mickey Mantle. Mantle. There we go. We need I one more. I can't believe I forgot Because Mickey one. Way doesn't work. All right. Mickey Mouse? We said Mickey Mouse? We said Mouse? Mickey Mouse. I don't know. There's, there is five famous Mickeys. I can't think who the other one would be. It's Milky Way, by the way. It's not Mickey Way. Mickey Way the Candy Bar. <laughs> That's what Boom Boom Washington would say. Freddie Boom Boom Washington. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mickey Way the Candy Bar. So, uh... This is a, uh, what they call a medium to full-bodied cigar. Uh, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, it it's um, better for my taste. It's not very, very strong like some of the Pepin Garcia or Tatuaje or things that they make. Do I like it? It's a box pressed, and Andy Green will come in and tell us all about this in just a few minutes. I hope everybody's getting their cigars ready. You haven't lit up yet. You're waiting to, to go through the process. Chocolate, you know coconut, almonds, little rum. I'm always nervous that I'm not going to be able to find a flavor that I haven't said before. Okay. I'm getting nougat from this. I wonder if you're getting that because you're looking at basically a candy There's bar. There's nothing nougaty in, in what we have over no, here. So I'm just saying maybe that's the thing, but I'm, I'm getting a, a flavor of nougat. Nougat. What is what is nougat? I don't know. Nougat was an invention by the Mars company. They, I don't know. There exactly. is no such thing as nougat, right? Yeah, there is. It's the thing that's like the filler. It's like the binder of uh, Snickers bar. <laughs> the binder. <laughs> it's the corn syrup and, uh, you know, it's basically corn syrup, maybe. Yeah. Nougat. So you taste corn syrup? No, nougat. it doesn't taste like corn syrup. Nougat has like a certain flavor. I just... Corinthian leather? Do you Co taste Corinthian leather? Because I... there's no such thing as that either. I don't, I don't taste that. No. <laughs> I don't see anything. You get some wild things anyway. Little citrus. Little citrus taste. Yeah. It's all going to change, folks. The taste of this is going to change dramatically when we go through this process of the different things we got to do. So anyway, um, later on, I want to actually go through with you guys um, the top items that are selling for Christmas. And not only of today, we're going to go back in history and look at the, the top items that sold. Also, we have the Ten Commandments of Cigars. So we'll go through the Ten Commandments of Cigars because it's near Christmas time and it's supposed to be about religious things. It's not about Santa Claus. It's religion. Our religion here is cigars. So we're going to have the Ten Commandments of Cigars. So look forward to that coming up. There's a new um, Cigar V, it's called. It's a uh, mobile man cave in California because there's no place to smoke. So some guy created this mobile man cave that's going around. Um, the feds are cracking down on uh, flavored cigars, and we found some fossilized tobacco in Peru that is two and a half million years old. So tobacco has been around for a long time. We'll tell you all about that, too, when we come back, because get ready, folks. We are going to break. When we come back, it's going to be Andy Green's going to be here. We're going to go through them to the La Roma Mia Moore Cigar Tasting, live on the radio for the first time ever. Get your cigars ready. Chocolates, coconuts. Almonds, get some sipping rum, and we're going to have a good time. You ready? Get an almond joy and get loaded with us. Really? We'll be right back in just a few minutes. You're listening to Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. 
White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicka's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about... Food? No. Cigars. Cigars. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka. Worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle. Super Premium Vodka. Russian Reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, Wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing. It's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Dave's, uh, My Cherie, Mia Moore. 
That's Stupid Neon Moore, right? That's right. That's why I Hello. put it in there. <laughs> nice. Welcome back, everybody. I didn't expect this... your impersonation of Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to impress me, Stevie Wonder? Take the wheel. <laughs> Anything? I don't know. Welcome, everybody, back to the Cigar Authority, the two-hour weekly show about premium cigars and the better things in life. And we are going to do the first of its kind, a uh, Mia Moore cigar tasting live on the radio. And with us is Andy Green. He is the uh, rep for New England. Nice to be here. Yay. Thanks for coming in. All right. What do we do? Well, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, the last time we were on the uh, on the show, and I think it was, what, about two months ago? Yeah. Uh, we were talking about some of the, you know, I think we tasted Ashton that day. I can't actually remember. But, um, you know, Ed, when was it we had the event in, in uh, Salem? Three weeks ago? A month ago? How long was it? It was about a month and a half. About a month and a half ago. So we did, in September and October of this year for our brand launch of Me and More, uh, we did 15 in each, you know, territory. So I got one, and the guys in, in New York got one, uh, or got 15, I guess I should say, yeah. of these launch events. And what they are is a kind of a modification of our TOE, which is actually what we were doing last time. We did a Taste a, a of taste, Excellence. Our Taste of Excellence. Uh, but um, our, our goal is a bunch of different things, and we'll kind of go over that further. But when we did the tasting in Salem about three weeks ago, Jonathan grabbed me. I, I will, you know. Andy just, didn't just know to, I wasn't on the show anymore. I just, <laughs> just, just, to, just to set he the record the straight. show, and he set up uh, appointments, yeah. basically. Yeah. He was all over me that right. night, too. It didn't even take He was impressed. Long. He was impressed with what happened here, and he's big into taste of cigars, and it, it dramatically changed as we went through the process, and he was impressed. And oh, I thought he was talking about how I humped his leg. Oh. Sorry. Did that happen? <laughs> Any, anyway. Thought so, it was a nightmare. So, it, I mean, right in line with what you guys try to do here, we're talking about the finer things in life, and, yep. and one of the main things that we try to do always with our taste of excellence is not only to get people to try the product but to add a little element to it that, that maybe they hadn't uh, noticed before so if i could before we get into the tasting part of it talk a little bit about la roma de cuba sure la roma de cuba the original was introduced in 2001 it was originally made by altidus in their florida copan factory it was primarily honduran there's a little bit of nicaraguan in it it's a great product. We had a wonderful success. It, of course, is one of the only brand lines in that price point that has still maintained. Here we are almost 10 years later. Uh, was that that long ago? 2001 was when we introduced wow. Cuba. Oh, my God. So we've since, since the introduction, we've, had, we've reblended the original Aroma de Cuba. We introduced the Edición Especial, which is, uh, again, in conjunction with Pepin Garcia. That's the, the, and, and he's doing the original one now, too. Doing the original one. Yeah. Reblended the original one. He does the Edición Especial, which was the number four cigar, 2008. Okay. And then, of course, here we have the uh, La Romney Cuba Mia Moore, which is just came out in August of 2010. We've had wonderful success with it. It's a Nicaraguan filler. It's a Nicaraguan binder. It's a Habano seed grown in San Andreas in Mexico. There's from wrapper. Correct. Okay. From the fermentation. The first, now, that is what's different about the other La Roma de Cubas, that they all are Nicaraguan puros. And when you come to this. Well, the original La Roma de Cuba, the one with the red band across the bottom of it, is Nicaraguan filler binder. It's Connecticut grown broadleaf. Oh, okay. The Edición Especial is Nicaraguan filler, Nicaraguan binder. It has a uh, Ecuadorian wrapper on it that's uh, a first generation Cuban seed. And then you have this cigar here. So there is no Nicaraguan puro. Not in that, not in okay. that, not in that La Roma de Cuba line. All right, this okay. doesn't happen often. Someone uh, 
proving Dave wrong in a cigar? Yeah. I didn't mean to do I'm it. Into, no, I'm I want in, you to do I'm it. I'm enjoying I, I, that thoroughly. I don't want to be misinformed. So Actually, I've done it twice now because I proved that you were the one that set this uh, tasting up today. Touchdown right there. There we go. I'm, one I'm, more, and I get a hat it. trick for the day. I'm not doing well. Enjoy I'll, it. I'll, enjoy pour it. You, I'll pour you extra rum, David. <laughs> Please do. So uh, uh, from the La Roma de Cuba standpoint, you know, uh, Dave, as you know, you know our company very well. We've been around for 25 years. Yep. Uh, my boss, Robbie Levin, is, is very interested in brand building. Uh, and as with Ashton, Ashton over 25 years has uh, has built into a iconic international brand. We're of course we're of course in our third generation of the family. Now you have Robbie's father was in the business starting the, in, in the 50s with, with in Philadelphia. Robbie obviously started at Ashton in 85, and now you have Sathya. So our goal, you know, it's a commitment to quality of the tobacco that we use. Uh, it's a commitment to getting a product on to the market that we think is a fair value. Even with Ashton, Ashton's a little more expensive, but we stay committed to Connecticut-grown, Connecticut shade. It's, it's, it's what we feel goes into it. One thing that changed, though, I'd like to ask you is uh, you mentioned commitment, and it was always everything that Ashton had ever come out with was Dominican and made by the people from Toro Fuente. Correct. And all of a sudden, um, there was a Nicaraguan product, the first... Uh, um, San Cristobal. Yeah, uh, with Pepin Garcia. And now it seems all the new product has been with them, where I see nothing new coming from from, a- from, Ashton. from Ashton or from the uh, Toro Fuente from people. From the Fuente people. And, and i and I got to tell you... Nicaraguan tobacco is hot. I mean, right. that's the growth of the industry. I'm looking at the import numbers, and there's no doubt about it that uh, probably a year from now, Nicaragua is going to probably out, outgrow and outsell Dominican. So you guys are doing the right thing. but uh, Well, it certainly shows in, in our industry the the changing patterns of the cigar smoker. I right. mean, in the mid-'90s, right, the mid-'90s, it was still light to medium-bodied cigars. Yeah. And you got the 2000. I mean, really, Ashton VSG kind of was one of the first. First at Butter Dominican. Butter Dominican, right. right. But then, I mean, I, what I mean is that the, the flavors change, and a lot of people like that Nicaraguan because it's fuller. You mentioned earlier Pepin Garcia. Most of what he does is very peppery at the beginning. Uh, so, obviously, it's a taste that people are comfortable with. It gave us an opportunity, you know, in working with Pepin to broaden our portfolio and have more things out there to offer, as well as, as I said before, it gives us the ability. I mean, La Roma de Cuba, from a price standpoint, is... Uh, you know, on average, two to three dollars less than 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 our Ashton stuff. Sure. So it's a different flavor. We still are able to get a great product out there at a at a fair and, and certainly a sign of the trend. times, which is you know things are tough in the past few years. It, so there it is. It doesn't hurt to have a great cigar that costs six dollars. Right, right. Doesn't hurt. I'll say. So and here uh, it is. So let's. I, I guess maybe we should start smoking and I was just about drinking. to say that very same thing. You're getting upset. Well, I've, I've I already started drinking. <laughs> so we can. We can go ahead and do the rest of it now. He's the only one as uh, as uh, Slater and Have you guys started drinking or you're waiting? Pay- oh, Slater doesn't. Never mind. No, they want to hey, light Bob. up here. We're ready. They want to go. light up. Okay, so let, let's talk about what what's in front of us first. And An almond joy. An almond joy. That's right. It would be much easier, right? I wouldn't have had to yeah. spend the time putting everything out on the plate. But what we try to do is accomplish a couple things. Okay, number one is there's three tasting elements on your plate. I did mention before that this uh, La Romani Cuba Mia Moore is a Habano seed grown in Mexico, there's nothing that happens to it in the fermentation. It's it's natural, so there's a little bit of sweetness that comes from the wrapper. Right. Okay? Sure. So the three tasting elements, the almond joy, uh, the macaroon that's on your pr- plate, we kind of feel, number one, it represents a little bit of 
what's going on in the flavor of the cigar. A little bit of sweetness. One thing that's very different about this cigar from the onset that everything else is peppine, it doesn't have that pepperiness right off right. the bat. That's right. So uh, it represents flavors that we think are, are in the product. It also is going to take this rum on a little bit of a journey as, as we start here, which is going to highlight how these different elements are going to heighten your experience as well as kind of prepare your palate for the cigar. I feel like my fun. experience has already been heightened by the rum. Okay, well. Okay, now the chocolate, I notice you use a dark chocolate here. Does it matter? We have the three things on the plate are whole almonds. There is, uh, I don't know if, if I turn it around there, if the plate can be seen on there or not. Oh, he can zoom right in. This is high def. We're high tech here on the Cigar Authority. So so you've got uh, 70% cocoa, David, is the chocolate. That's organic. It's called green and blacks. You've got uh, uh, the coconut, which is a baker's... <laughs> Baker's coconut. It's the and best we're gonna go. You, we're gonna do it with the, with our. Uh, you gotta lift it up a little higher there. He there zoomed in, and unfortunately, it was right on me. <laughs> and then you, the, you have the almonds here. So the tasting that we're gonna do is kind of counterclockwise. It's all centered around the rum. For those of you that uh, Ed sent you the package out to your house, uh, it, think of it this way. I know sometimes it might get confusing, but after each taste of the rum, we're gonna add an, uh, an element, and that element hopefully you're gonna find changes changes the rum as well as is a is a nice introduction and setup for the cigar. So okay. if everybody that's here now, take a taste of your rum. That includes you. Cheers. Again, Cheers. Again, Cheers to again, good health, uh, everybody, the rum and that, happiness. The rum that we're drinking is Zaya, 12-year-old. It's a rum from Trinidad. There's a little bit of, hopefully what you'll notice, is a little bit of a vanilla uh, kind of texture to it, especially on the nose. Smooth, and if, creamy. Mm. Sitting up here, not everybody out there has uh, a lemon and a lime. And what... Vodka tonics here in the afternoon. Although that'd be a nice idea. We'd have to pick something else to smoke with, I suppose. We got the lime and the coconut. So anything, Mr. Jonathan? The lime and the oh, coconut? That, I do know that song. Okay. Fifties. <laughs> so the seventies. Seventies. That's Hello. what I said. <laughs> so the goal. So the goal of the uh, the the lemon and the lime is to cut a little bit of the sweetness. So if we go back to the rum now a second time, we're gonna sip the rum here about six times. So. Don't don't get too far from it. You better pull me another glass then if we're going to go six times. That's fine. But see, ho hopefully you'll notice that a little bit of that vanilla is out of there. That creamy texture still is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but the vanilla texture should be softened a little bit. At least that's the goal of the lemon and the lime. Next thing we're going to do is hit the chocolate. I know everybody's been staring at that chocolate. Uh, the goal of... of I'm of, all warm right now. Oh. I'm all warm inside. It's nice. Yeah. I should drink more often. <laughs> Chocolate is Eve is coming up. I have to you gotta come prepare, up with something, right? Prepare yourself. I was going to take things away, like eat less or do something less, but how about change it up and start adding things and stuff? How I'm going to drink more. At all changing things up that you're adding things to what you're eating. Did Ed tell you what I asked him when I called him on Monday? No. Ed answers the phone and I said, Ed. How many pieces of pie did you have for Thanksgiving? He goes, I don't really know how I like the conversation going. <laughs> and, and he said, I, I didn't have any, right? He didn't have any. One. One I had, piece of pie. You're a good boy. One pie. I had two one on pie, Thursday one piece and two of Friday. Pie. One piece of pie. Yeah. I had two on Thursday and two on Friday. That's good enough, right? Sure. For an amateur. <laughs> for an amateur. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. So the, the chocolate 70% cocoa, it coats the palate. 
We're going to go back to the rum again, and the goal with the rum this time is after the chocolate, it's going to be very soft, the rum. There's really not going to be a lot of sweetness to it. Um, Haven't lit a cigar yet. Mm. We're getting this there. This is a cigar tasting, guys. This is a cigar tasting. We're going to get there. Don't worry. Wow, Don't now worry. dramatic change. It has a, uh, to me, I keep talking about that vanilla because that's what I pick up there. Jonathan, what do you think? Oh, you hit vanilla right on it. A very, very good uh, vanilla extract made from real vanilla. It, it, it was like it was like drinking it, yeah. So it, to continue on the journey here, back to the chocolate and then take a little bit of the almonds, as many almonds as you like. Uh, the goal of the almonds, the oils in the almonds are tannic, so they dry the palate. It's meant to kind of balance the balance the palate a little bit. So it's chocolate and sweet. almonds on this one? Go for it. All right. You can do it together. You can do it, you know, however you like. I like to mix it up. Mix it up. So then after you do the chocolate and the almond, you hit the rum again. And uh, hopefully what you're going to notice, you'll you'll taste the sweetness again, but you're going to taste more alcohol. So it's this, balancing the this is, re- this is really getting your taste buds ready. As I said, I went through it, and it was pretty amazing. Mm. Now... As I was talking to, uh, uh, you know, Manny when we were, when they originally put this plate down in front of us at our um, sales meeting in, in New Orleans, the third component I think is uh, a little bit ridiculous. It's a little bit weird. Coconut. Yeah. Uh, most people think it's kind of a little bit weird, but it certainly does add a add a nice element to it. The coconut is the yin and the yang from the almond. Mm. That almond is very dry, that gritty, bitey feeling you get into the back. The coconut's going to reintroduce a little bit of the sweetness. Uh, also, it has that uh, uh, creamy kind of texture to it. So it's going to, let, let's say, uh, awaken the palate yeah. a little bit from, from the dryness of the, uh, of the almond. All right. So th- those of us that are playing along at home, so we're not watching coconut. what we're doing. We're eating coconut. We're going to do chocolate, coconut. almond, coconut, or Ooh. just coconut. Chocolate, almond, coconut. All right. Go for the whole experience. I'm all in on this one, guys. Go for the all whole, in. Go for the whole experience. As everybody listens to us chew at home. Okay. okay. They like it. A little dead air, a little chewing sound, crunch, crunch. Hopefully they're doing it too. We sent about a, out about a hundred packages of all the stuff that included everything, with the exception of the rum. So there's 100 people out there for sure doing it, along with the thousands and thousands of others, obviously, obviously. that are listening and picked up an Almond Joy. And you got to just chew the Almond Joy. Now take a bite of the whole Almond Joy at this point. Right. So, I mean, hopefully you'll notice now, I mean, the when, you, when we go back to the rum again, uh, after the coconut, the, the rum, it has almost no sweetness to it. So you started off tasting the rum to have the vanilla. We softened it with the lemon and the lime. We softened it with the chocolate. Then we brought that back, the alcohol content back with the almonds, and then again softened it when we got to the uh, coconut. So I'm going to need some more rum. This is genius, by the way. <laughs> uh, if if there, there is some over there. So Come on, Ed. Is there an open bottle? Come on. I know this is why you came in. It wasn't I'm just try- to get I'm trying to be. I'm trying to behave myself. I told my wife I was working today. If she sees me <laughs> online here drinking, smoking, talking, eating, she's not going to think we were working, Dave. Right? Bring in the girls. I don't. I don't want Dave to outdrink me, so I'm just gonna hit this. Hit me. It is nice rum. It's good. It's delicious. All right, so it's not as sweet as it used to be, but. So we've made everybody wait long enough. A little enough. more, Chuck. No, guys. 
Come on. Chuck has to work very expensive technical just think about how the, Just think about how the second hour is going to be. Right. That's, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. Chuck, I have yours over here. All right. Thanks, Let, Jonathan. Let's have him take the bottle away so they can't see how much is gone. Yeah, really, huh? <clears throat> Step right in. in, the, in yeah. the way. It doesn't matter. Hey, folks at home, we're, we're now you get to see what Ed looks like. Oh. Yeah, you, you didn't make it onto the camera. <laughs> so before, I mean, let's light the cigar. Let's go. Uh, oh, this is a cigar show, and we get to smoke a cigar? Amazing. Wow. Amazing. We're into it now. I'm very excited. We're into it. So, a, as I mentioned, you know, before, it has the uh, Habano seed grown in Mexico, so there's a little bit of a sweetness. It's not a bad idea to take a take a soft pull off of it before you light it, because hopefully you'll pick up a little bit of that sweetness off of the wrapper. Thank you for telling me once I started lighting it. Well, I always do that. Quick, quick, Jonathan. I, I like the taste of an unlit cigar a lot before I light it. Typically, there are there are cigars that you you pull on, and it, it, for me, it kind of makes me uh, choke a little bit before you light it, because that's the only time that I'll let that air kind of go all the way into my lungs, and it, it kind of chokes you up. This one, it did not. Uh, I don't know if you'd call that well balanced or whatever you'd call it, but uh, I, I like it. Everybody's lighting up right now, across the nation. All our friends out there, we're all smoking Mia Moore right we now. We need a name for our listeners, like the Cigar Nation or... Cigar Nation. I like that. Authority Nation. Mm. CA Nation. Let's see what we come up with after another after we finish this bottle off. <laughs> <clears throat> he brought another bottle, by the way. Perfect. That's just for, uh, that's just for display purposes, but... Yeah. Yeah, display purposes. Well, as we as we said, you know, uh, most peppine stuff when you first light, it's very peppery. Yeah, a lot of black pepper usually, and that's we're seeing nothing negative against peppine stuff, but it's usually a lot more full body, and it's a lot more black pepper, and it's usually too much for me, especially earlier in the day. Later in the day, I get into full body cigars like that, but um, well, we've had we've this had this one I like. Probably the most. I think yeah, the right c- off the bat. Ed, the cigar that you sent out to everybody was Churchill's, I believe, right? So there's there's five sizes. You mentioned briefly earlier. There's only there's five sizes to the line. We've got a robusto, a bellicoso. There's a large ring gauge called the Valentino. There's a Toro. That's the one that got highly rated. And then there's the Churchill. Four out of the five. Four out of the five are sure. Four four out of the five are soft Cuban box press. So it doesn't it doesn't have the hard edge to it. I mean, all the ones that were sent out to everybody, the Churchill, which is the one on the far left there, is a is a soft box press. The only one that's not is the large ring gauge. Um, you know, I think we found that certainly when you light it, a little bit of moisture gets in there. It rounds out a little bit, but uh, that Cuban soft box, which means it's just done in the box. Oh, I thought it meant the box was made out of foam or something crazy. It, well, it could. Now you know we, we we lit the cigar up before, and That's right. I'm, I'm relighting another cigar, which is the same exact cigar from the same box. Should be no different. But after going through that process we went through, it actually tastes very different. To truly, me than it the, does. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Is, isn't it different? It's like it, a, it, it started cigar. off already a little bit softer than what I expected when when we said it was made by Papin, and now it's even softer than that because my palate's been coated by all this wonderful goodness in my plate. We've done for. Four years now. Well, actually, it's it's coming on five years now. We've done what's called our Taste of Excellence, and the Taste of Excellence is very much geared towards not only just showing up, lighting, and going. You know what I mean? Just hey, what's the cigar cut and lighting? Because you know you could have had Chinese food. You right. could have right. just smoked five cigars today. All of these things affect 
you know, your enjoyment of the product. And for us, as I mentioned before, we try to put the highest quality goods in every product that we have available, and we want to make sure that that's highlighted as best it can. So not that you have to have chocolate, almonds, and coconut every time you light a Mia more, but it, but it certainly changes the experience well, and hopefully makes it more. Almonds, un, un, uh, unsalted almonds is a big thing for me when I go to a trade show and i got to smoke 50 different cigars during the course of a day, and I pop some almonds in between so that it kind of cleans my palate off and I go to the next thing or else the cigar I taste next has a lot to do with the cigar I had before that. Right. So you don't want that to happen, and here we are starting clean again. Five years ago, when I first met you, we were sitting down having a conversation about tasting cigar after cigar after cigar, and you talked about one time you got a little bit loopy. Yeah. I can't remember who it was that you told me that, that gave you the secret, but he oh, said take a little sugar. bit of sugar and just yeah. put it under your tongue. Yeah, that was the uh, the old man from uh, Puros Indios, uh, Rolando Reyes. Mm. And uh, I was just getting sick from having so many. By, right. by then, I'm 30 deep. 30 cigars deep. Everything runs together at that yeah, point anyway. And they're giving me nice cigars to try, and I'm ruined. And my stomach feels terrible no matter what you give me. The greatest cigar I ever had, it was it was terrible tasting and terrible feeling. So he says, here, just wet your finger. Uh, he doesn't speak any English, but explain it to me. And sure. Talking loud and slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know how it works. And I put some sugar under my tongue, and I'll tell you, two seconds later, that feeling done. went away. I lit the cigar, and I'm like, oh, my God. It was like starting all over again. And I, I use it to this day. The chocolate has that same effect. Yeah. Right? It gets that sugar directly into your uh, bloodstream. Bloodstream. So, is anybody joining us online? Are we getting any comments of... Uh, of uh, yeah, you know what? Actually, uh, one of our oldest listeners here, Big Worm, just reminded everyone. Big Worm. Yeah, they he said they said, welcome back. We haven't seen you on the chat box in a while. How does he the said, mother and father call a kid Big Worm? I mean, that's just ridiculous. By the way, you can go... Hey, it's big, it's big Boom Boom Worm. Oh, big. nice. <laughs> if you go on the CigarAuthority.com and you're watching the show from there, if you if you happen to be home and you listen to the radio, you can go on the CigarAuthority.com and... Uh, Click push to watch live. Which, and, and then there's a drop-down box or something. People are chatting in there. And, and saying what? he's saying... He hasn't had a chance on Saturdays, work schedule or whatever. He can't watch the show live all the time. Okay. You know what he does? He downloads it to his iPod. Oh, really? Cool. Listens to it whenever, driving okay. in the car. Uh, you can actually set on Podbean. There's a sync with iTunes button. Click it, and it syncs up with your iTunes, whether you have an iPod or not. Bam. Oh, really? Whenever you okay. want to listen to it, you just listen away on your computer, or you can I sync it to my iPod because I like listening to myself talk. So right. <laughs> I typically will listen to the show on Sunday. When you want to hear some something intelligent, you listen to yourself. Right? You do the tasting. Exactly. Here we go. <laughs> well, I'm actually I'm going to go right out after today and pick up a bottle of rum. So yeah, I'll be doing do the, the tasting. Do the rum, chocolate, almond, coconut. Sure. So you you got this going, uh, Chuck? All this iPod stuff or whatever's oh, going on, this high tech stuff. Absolutely. All right. Chuck absolutely. has an iPhone. It goes right to his phone. Yep. He never leaves home without the Cigar Authority. The only thing that stinks about the iPhone is that they can't play Flash, so I can't watch our videos on my iPhone, but I can listen to the podcast, to the broadcast, everything else. So You'd think with how much you pay for Mac products that they'd be able to do everything. Yeah. But I they, thought that they did. Well, they, they don't do everything. They don't do anything having to do with PC, which is nonsense. Well, and if you try to make a phone call, they're, they're not that great either, but... Other than I, that, I, I, I don't just answer the phone like we do here at Two Guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve, what are you doing? Nothing. So Steve you, Jobs. We, we, yeah, right. We've got a, a, a group of guys here doing the tasting along with us that have smoked a cigar before. Any Anything different that you noticed the, this time uh, versus the times that you smoked it before? 
Better company. Better company. <laughs> it that's, is, that's the rum talking. <laughs> to me, it has mellowed out. It has mellowed out. I'm enjoying it very much. Yeah. I think that was that was me. I said that. Oh, Alan said it too. Well, well played, Alan. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. To Mr. Jonathan. Jonathan, he's toasting you. Oh, to Mr. Nice. Jonathan. Yeah, I'll drink to that right there. Mr. Jonathan had a good week this week. He did. Congratulations, so good for you. Congratulations, Jonathan. What happened? Unfortunately, due to legal reasons, I'm not allowed to talk about how good my week was. But yeah, it was good. There's a uh, a little bit of a gag order issued by a judge. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but the gag order was good for Mr. Jonathan, as was the result. And he's of... not allowed to talk about it, but for some reason, I I just know he had a good good. Even though he didn't <laughs> tell me anything, I just know he had a great week. So good for him anyway. All right, so. Andy, yes. tell me if I'm crazy. Now yes. that I'm smoking the cigar and we've experienced the rum and all the this wonderful goodness. I already answered you... the question, though. What? I said yes. You said tell me if I'm crazy. Oh, okay. There's more. You are There's crazy. two questions. So, oh, I'm crazy. How, how do you feel about going back and doing the whole tasting again now that we have the cigar? Yep. I actually think if you're gonna if you're gonna do it again, do it reverse. Start with the coconut. Start with the coconut, then go back to the almonds, then go back to the chocolate. Do it. So reverse. should I go coconut cigar? Or coconut rum. Coconut rum. Coconut rum cigar. Always continue with the rum. This Always is why continue. not only is Andy Green, Andy Green one of the best dressed people in the cigar business, but he's a, he's very good it's when true. it comes to yeah. letting me consume massive quantities of his rum. So Andy Green, five years with with Ashton, correct? Before that, how did you get in the business? When I was when I was well when I was 16 years old, my my brother who uh, has been an avid cigar smoker now for I guess what. Uh, 18 years. Not uh, in the business. I'm the business. Okay. But he always had cigars, and he's three years older than me, so I used to steal a cigar or two from him every now and then, and then he realized it, so he started helping me out, and uh, we we hanged out, hanged out. Hung we out? hung out at some local shops here and there, and when I was 18 years old, the guy was hiring. We heard him. You know, I'm a, a high school kid. Okay. I need, I need money. So I started working part-time, 20 hours a week. I did that for three years. That was in Toledo, Ohio. The guy that I worked for opened a shop in Columbus, Ohio. Went down and, and opened that shop for him. That was six and a half years, seven years. So for uh, nine, nine and a half, ten years, I was in retail. That's awesome. And, and uh, when we closed our shop in Columbus, I started with Ashton there shortly after. So five years with Ashton. So you got almost 15 years in already. I'm going to be I'm going to be 34 next year. My whole adult life has been in uh, the cigar industry. Awesome. There's worse things that you could do. I no, suppose. No, isn't it great? It is great. You get to you get to talk about cigars. I mean, I work for a phenomenal company and a great family. And, and that's uh, the point. Hey, Chuck. Yes, sir. This week we need to work on having a little uh, thing that you can play for when I'm ready to come out with a new flavor that I'm tasting. Like a like a you know, like, like Mr. Intro? Jonathan's palate. You know, and there's a little song because <laughs> when I did the, the the coconut and the rum, yeah, and then the cigar, buttered popcorn. Buttered popcorn. I feel like I'm making recipes with Jelly Belly <laughs> jelly beans, like they have them on the box. The, the, the citrus taste I tasted early on is completely gone. Somebody like that. Completely gone. <laughs> but the weird thing that's happening to me, and I hate to say it, as, and I hope it's not psychological, but when you say something and then I taste it, I can taste buttered popcorn. It's touchdown, baby! Up. This is the first time in the history of Cigar Authority that David has agreed with Mr. Jonathan. You can go back and listen to the old podcast, <laughs> and you'll see this is the first time. It's messed up that there's something to it. Do you guys have this at all? Power of Isn't this weird? There's people here. Is there, is there buttered popcorn? Power of Suggestion. Oh, the combination is uh, you go coconut, 
while you're chewing the coconut, you put a little bit of the rum in your mouth, you chew it up, you make it all happy, then you take a pull on the cigar, Listen, buttered popcorn. I'm just drinking. I haven't touched this <laughs> coconut and anything, and I'm getting popcorn. I love popcorn anyway. Hey, buttered popcorn. David, maybe you should No go. salt. There's no salty taste. Yeah, it. no, there's no need. But it's, it's buttered popcorn. David, maybe you should go back to add some chocolate and almond. Really? Yeah. I'm, right. I'm going with the Should I do a little just, going with, just with the rum? To Andy Green. <laughs> May you live a thousand more years, be another another fifteen in the cigar another business at least. Cheers. Cheers. It's nice. It's nice and warm. I feel more calm. I let you guys talk. I'm not answering my own questions. I have to That's drink. It. This is the answer. We get you loaded before every show. <laughs> And maybe you'll calm down a bit. I'm not sure that this is the best advertisement for the TOE, David. Just drink. <laughs> <laughs> I but it, this is the best advertisement it, it, for the TOE. But it's enjoyable. It's I'm more relaxed. It's very nice. It's very nice. Second hour, the second right. hour of the show should be quite enjoyable. It should, it should be interesting. What are we doing on the second hour? We're going to have we Joe Cusano. Yeah, right. it doesn't matter. We're just going to stay here and drink. No, Joe Cusano is going to give us a call. He's at the two guys in Salem today, and he's celebrating their 15th anniversary of Cusano Cigars, and they have a new cigar out called Cusano's 15th Anniversary. It's a uh, Lancero. Not my size by any means. Lancero's 7 an by 40. But it's an interesting size. It I is. Mean, it's, it's definitely a taste size, but uh, he did a nice job with this. We did Lanceros in our San Cristobal, in our La Roma Double E, and then in the original La Roma de Cuba that was reblended by Pepin Garcia. He makes a nice Lancero. He, he makes does. one of the best Lanceros yeah. in the industry, and, and what's very interesting about it, retailers either do very well with Lanceros or uh, or they don't, and a lot of it has to do with uh, you know with the personality of the re of the guys working behind the counter, of course, but uh, you know, I'll say this in the nicest way I can. It's it's a geeky type of cigar as, as far as the real hardcore, it, well, I don't know a nicer way to say it, right? A hardcore cigar geek. The guys Conno, that, we'll go connoisseur instead yes. of cigar it's, geek. It's very good right. at that diplomatic <laughs> sort of twist. To Chuck. To Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, from a, from the tasting standpoint, it is it, it is a taster's cigar. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of wrap and not so much filler, so right. the cigar's going to taste different. Um, Which is very interesting, because yeah. there's a phenomenon that, I mean, it's been going on now for, what, six years with large ring gauge? I mean, large yeah, ring gauge. and then all of a sudden, a, a 40, 40 ring gauge, 7 right, by 40. You get, right, you got a 40 ring gauge, and so there's... I guess on opposite ends of the spectrum, right. you have very devoted cigar smokers. Which All gets right. me to the question. Yeah. We're wrapping up the year right now. Mm. What's next? Well, I mean, you asked me about the Ashton stuff before. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, let's hope that something we have something new. I mean, I'm, I'm your sales rep, so unfortunately they don't put me in on the... Uh, no, they don't uh, let you in on that? They don't let me in on, uh, on those meetings. We've got a great brand offering, not only from Ashton, but in La Roma de Cuba, and we're trying to, to work and promote and, and make those the uh, best brands for the consumer and, and for the retailer. So, unfortunately, I... I, I I hope that there's something new. I don't know. But I, I know that our focus right now is just making sure that the products that we have continue to grow. It's, it's a it's a difficult market, as we all know right, right now. So finding ways for our cigar to fit into that market is kind of a great way for us to be uh, focused right now. So uh, okay. I don't I don't know the answer to what's new. Okay. I don't know the answer to we, we, we love the scoop, you know. Yeah. Nobody's listening, and you tell us a little trade yeah, secret. It's just us right now. It's just us. Just friends. It's just but, us right now. Um 
I don't know the answer to that. Let, let's just uh, continue. Okay, you got a national sales meeting coming up, right? Got a national sales meeting coming up January the 17th. Are you going away for it? It's in Philadelphia. Oh, last stay year, local. Yeah, last year we went to uh, Nicaragua to do Pepin's thing. I unfortunately was, I don't want to say unfortunately, I wasn't able to go with the birth of my second daughter. But yep. um, this year's in Philadelphia. It's always a lot of fun. Philadelphia is a pretty Congratulations, fun city. Congratulations, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. But uh, so, you know, we'll see. Philadelphia, I'm sure that we'll hear something new and get together and talk about cigars. is always fun. Okay. Price range on the Mia Moore. Me and more range, price range is from six fifty to eight dollars. Okay. So your small ring, your small robusto, which is the one that we're smoking, is in that six fifty, around that six fifty range. The most expensive being the Churchill, which is what everybody's smoking out there. That's in he seven. sent them the most expensive one. Isn't that, was. Isn't that nice of you? The, it's nice of you. So it was <laughs> nice of it's <laughs> you and the folks from Ashton. We did actually to even do this with us. We appreciate it very much, and I hope everybody's having a good time doing it. And we'll, we should do this thing again. Mm. I mean, this was it was great. nice. It was fun. Initially, I started talking to Andy Green about us doing it, and then all of a sudden, it was him giving away 100 cigars. It mm. snuck right up on mm. him. There we go. Plus, mm. all the folks that are here, and uh, hopefully, there's a whole bunch of out there, and hopefully, you get some new customers on this. Uh, you know, it's a reasonable price cigar, and for what it is, I mean, this is a premium, top end premium cigar. What I like about it, it is probably full bodied, but um, full flavored. But medium body. Yeah. Especially at 12 noon, you know, I don't want a heavy, heavy cigar, and it's got a lot, a lot of flavor happening to it. But speaking of flavor, so much. While you guys were over here bloviating, okay, I went in bloviating. I did. uh, I don't even know what that means. Can you say say that in the air? Sounds like you're calling me fat. (laughs) I did uh, coconut and almond. This is interesting. Then I went back to the rum, and that flavor combination with the cigar started off at kettle corn. Still had a little bit of the popcorn, a little caramel, a little kind of sweet flavor. still. Yep, and it, then it ended. It finished with vanilla pudding. Then I went and did chocolate, almond, and coconut. That's crazy. We went to the rum, and I came back with Topsfield Fair. We should do some sort of. It uh, tastes like the Topsfield Fair. It tastes like uh, the, the scent of smell combined with the sense of taste is one of the most powerful memory generators that your body has. Mm. And I remember as a kid going to the Topsfield Fair and breathing in all of the excitement. Horse and all manure. Of the, and the, yeah. the, you got a little bit of the hay, a little bit of the barn, some horses. Cut, you got the candy. popcorn. Everything. All those flavors that, that makes me think of the Topsfield Fair. Bam. We yeah. should do something with the listeners. If they can remember all the things that Jonathan described the cigar in the second half of the show. Maybe, <laughs> really? Maybe is that, is them, anybody like, chatting on there saying anything like you're crazy? Uh, they're, saying, they're saying have more rum. Have more nice. rum, Jonathan. <laughs> Buttered popcorn, top to me. fair. To me. To me. Nice. Hey, I'll drink to David. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll drink to Dave. This was fun. I got, the, I got the popcorn, the buttered popcorn. You didn't get the top field fair? You didn't go back and do the Have you been to the, When was the last time tried. you went to the top field fair? A few years ago. I remember. It's fond memories. There's no doubt I've about it. I've never been. I've never been. Oh. oh you guys it must be missing. the place to go. Oh, man. October. Let me tell you. Early October. Do they have corn dogs there? They have yes. everything. It is. I, I think the first backflip I ever did was it. Back then, they didn't have the safety regulations on those inflatable bouncy houses. Yeah, and, and those uh, guys taking care of the kids on the ride, they, they look like they're almost doctors, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take my daughter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 
safety. Oh, my God. I don't even know what to say to that. It's brutal. It, it, it's bad. Hey, it's bad. Big Worm is drinking to David, even though you made fun of his name. Thank you, Big Worm. I, you know, your parents were grateful to call you that. That's a, an awful weird name. Big Worm. Big Worm. Big Worm. Maybe he likes to fish. Could. Maybe. Maybe that's Why is it Big Worm, Big Worm? Anyway, thank you so much for uh, for doing this. I think this was an awesome, awesome hope, thing to do. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I think they as did. As much as we did, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Have another glass of rum, and uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Joe Cusano, who's live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, and we'll go see him in a few hours, but we'll talk to him in just a few minutes. So stick around. Thanks for joining us at the Guy Authority. We'll be back, be back in just a few minutes. Okay, so you're Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle, a bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. 
They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money. They'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable, it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. Boston, the number one sports city in America. Score! Boston Sports Station. Score! 1510 The Zone. Score! WWZN Boston. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Oh, that hour flew by. Yeah, it did. If I say anything, okay, we filled up our glasses and we're ready for the second hour on the Cigar Authority. We're having a little rum. Andy Green was here and we did a La Aroma the Cuba Mia Moore tasting, and he's sticking around here at two guys in Nashua, New Hampshire, and running some promotions while he's hanging around. So if you're in the area, we're right off exit three. I mean, exit, exit one, one off route yeah. three to me. <laughs> to me, let's have a little. How did, you, how did you manage to get a store off exit one? In all three major highways, it, it was an accident. It's just a coincidence that that happened. That because totally of, seems like your style, though. It's a tobacco tax issue, and we'll, it's a, a whole show for another another show. Another, um, another time. Another time. Another time. Uh, say, let's say, say hello to the four stations. Tuning in to the Cigar Authority and the Cigar Authority Radio Network, AM 1510, The Revolution, Boston. Huh? You got How it, you baby. Like that right off the bat. Nice. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. A lot of people are catching us on Ustream.tv. Podcasted on Podbean. Dot com And if you want to uh, watch live along with chat along with us and make fun of us, by all means, go on the CigarAuthority.com. And they're chiming in and they're, uh, they're toasting with us and having a good time on the CigarAuthority.com. So uh, that was Mia Moore. And I'll tell you, um, next up, we are going to go right into the 15th anniversary of Cusano. This is a, as I said earlier, a Lancero, which is 7 inches by 40 ring gauge. A ring gauge is 1 64th of an inch. So this is 40 64ths of an inch. This is a very thin cigar. That and is. It's, it's uncellophaned, and what an aroma this cigar has. There is nothing like opening a fresh box of cigars and smelling that aroma for the first time. It is. Buy a whole fresh box of uncellophane oh. cigar, it's cigars. It has an unbelievable aroma to it. It gives you an idea of what the cigar is going to taste like. 
Do I take one? Take one. Absolutely. Right. That's what it's for. And this is the 15th anniversary. And I'll tell you, uh, I feel like part of this company. 15 years ago, they sold their first box of cigars. Actually, it was 300 boxes. And I'm the one that bought them. All 300. Uh, all 300. And I did it not once, but twice. Very nice. Now, so, yep. There's the name Cusano. Yep. Are, is Joe related to Mike Cusano? They're brothers. Really? They're brothers. Now, we're going to have Joe on in just I'm a minute. I'm sure everybody on the chat box already knew that, but I'm kind of a rookie cigar smoker. You know, You're going to stop by. We're going to go to Salem after this. I'm swinging by. Already go by, it. see Joe. Cleared it with the wife. He's a great, great guy, and we share a few things together. We share our birthday. Very nice. Same birthday. And, uh, Your love for rum. Sure. <laughs> My love for rum. <laughs> and a good cigar. But yeah. uh, Joe uh, was uh, uh, living around here. He lives in Florida now. We'll get all into that and stuff. But let's cut and light and see, have an initial taste. And There's we'll... a uh, pigtail on this cigar. Yeah. Little, little, little pigtail on it. These cigars are made by Hendrik Kellner, Hanky Kellner, who makes Davidoff cigars. The great thing about Cusano cigars is it's the best bang for your buck cigar you're going to get out there. Davidoff cigars, as well as Davidoff cigars are premium cigars, they, uh, they're pricey. Well, Cusano came out 15 years ago, and Hanky Kellner was making it for him, and it was the uh, lowest-priced product out of, out of Davidoff. Their marketing never included it. They never told anybody that, but people in the know, people in the know knew, wow, this is a great cigar for that kind of money. What I'm noticing right off the bat, which um, sometimes... Being a rookie cigar smoker, I've always shied away from Lanceros because they tend to burn very hot. Right. This cigar, I cut almost the entire end of it off, and it's still drawing very, very tight, which means, for me, this cigar is going to smoke like a bigger ring-gauge cigar. I can pull on it as hard as I want, and it's not going to heat up on me. Well, one of the things they always said about Cusano cigars, one of their slogans, their tagline, uh, is draws like a straw. Really? Every cigar is draw tested. They make sure they, they're perfect before they go out. And despite paying the, the, the low, low price you pay for a Cusano cigars, everyone is perfect. And we've been selling them. As, as I said, we were the first customer. We sold them for 15 years. Never a problem. We feel very, very comfortable about selling Cusano products. It's a top cigar maker. They, they, they're perfect in every way. Great. I need that cutter back. It goes on my magnet. Thank you. Okay. Try to get everything back. So we lit up. This is the 15th anniversary. This is an $8.99 cigar. It's a box of 15. We have it here at $121.99, and with it comes a commemorative 15th anniversary ashtray that comes free with it. So there's a lot, a lot of bang for your buck with the cigar. And do we have Joe on the line? We have on the line live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, doing an event there till 6 o'clock. Joe Cusano. Joe, are you there? I'm here, David. How are you? Hi, Joe. How's everything? We're uh, we're having some rum here, and we did a little tasting earlier, so I'm a little lit. So <laughs> these guys are gonna <laughs> so these guys are gonna help me along the way anyway. But uh, first off, congratulations on 15 great years. I feel like part of it for sure. And uh, what a ride! Hey Chuck, can you turn Joe up a little bit? Well, I'm having a hard time hearing him. Yeah, he's crank. Go ahead, Joe. Hi. Is that better, That's guys? There you go. It's there we way go. better. Thank you. Perfect. You should feel part of it, Dave. You're the reason we're here. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but anyway, uh, it's, it's, it was a fast 15 years for me. I don't know about for you, but anyway, some great product. And uh, right now, we, we just lit up the 15th anniversary cigar. What can you tell us about it? Well, the 15th anniversary is, uh, is very special to us. As Dave knows, my brother Mike and I were always narrow ring gauge smokers. We have always loved the Lancero. Uh, the Cuban Monte Cristo number two is our favorite cigar before we were in the business. 
and right. the only thing we could have to commemorate our 15th anniversary would be a Lancero. Now, this one we use a Dominican wrapper, a Dominican binder, and a Dominican filler blend. <clears throat> so, so this is an all-Dominican Puro. You would never know with tasting the cigar. This outside wrapper, this is an all-Dominican wrapper. It is so dark and rich. It's unbelievable. Ah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. We tried to hit the, uh, the medium to medium full-bodied range. You did it. You did it for sure. Woo. Um... So, uh, Cusano starts off 15 years ago in uh, the north end of Boston, uh, and um, from there, after a, a short couple of years, you guys decided, let's take this to Florida because of the importation of the cigar and easier to get to, and you're living down there right now, right? Living down there right now. Mike and I live right next door to each other, and uh, you, knew the, you knew where our office was in Boston and uh, the logistical issues that were, that were there and running, trying to run the cigar company out of there. It just was so much right. easier to do it out of Florida with more space and being closer to the manufacturing facility. The good thing I liked about you guys being in the north end was, first off, I was right underneath the, through the tunnel, and there we were uh, in East Boston was our store. Actually, uh, you guys started off as customers of ours and, and, and turned it around, and we became customers of yours. But you were right across the street from Regina Pizza in the north end. Yes, so right. I, Which makes it worth the trip right, right. there to go visit. I used to stop. I'd stop by three times a yeah. week. All those years, Joe thought he was you were swinging by for the conversation. It was the pizza across yeah. the street. <laughs> So anyway, it's it's amazing what you guys accomplished, and and uh, just a couple of years ago, you guys uh, sold out to the the company that produces your cigar, right? That's correct. We were bought by uh, Davidoff Geneva of Switzerland. Okay, so uh, now it's um, inc- you know I, I look at, at things like the uh, the ashtray, the elegant ashtray that comes along with this and stuff, and you can see all of a sudden the uh, the Davidoff type of feel that uh, has been added to this. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, and again, Dave, I got I to gotta say that we would not be here without you. You were, yeah, the, please. you were the band that got my brother and I both excited about the cigar business. You got us. You got you lit the passion in both of us. Well, we we try to do that with our customers and and, and to get them to to come in and buy more and more often and get excited about cigars. And uh, we certainly took it to another level dealing with you guys. That you said uh, after a trip to the Dominican Republic, listen, we're gonna we're gonna go in the cigar business. And it's happened to us with a, with a lot of cons- uh, customers that got into the cigar business as retailers. But but we actually made uh, you guys go into the cigar business on the wholesale level and, and actually produce your own cigar. And it was the Cusano Hermanos that was the original first one that came out. And uh, I know I saw you uh, yesterday when you were at this store, and um, it, you, it was the first go-to cigar I went to. And every time I light that cigar up, it's like a, an old memory of 15 years ago because the cigar has not changed. 15 years ago, that cigar tasted like that. How do you do that, Joe? We, we do that because we take all the necessary steps to make sure that that happens. We invest more money in tobacco. We keep more of a stock of all the component tobaccos of, of all our cigars. We have at least three years in our warehouse. That gives us the ability to maintain a consistent blend year after year. And, and this it, is and something we sure learned from, from David. And oh, please. No, no, no. I'm, please. I, I, I got to call it the way it is, buddy. I got to call yeah. it the way it is. David feels uncomfortable being complimented, but I can tell you uh, enough, as a with, enough with the love fest. customer of his myself, even though I'm on the show, I, he still makes me buy cigars. Go figure. 
And uh, he does. He really does take care of his customers, and he makes us all feel welcome at the store. And we all want to find out more about the cigars because we ride off the passion that he has for cigars. Well, and that's the hope to do it. I mean, if you're not passionate about your business, then uh, get into another business. I love the business, and you guys love the business. And, and this is what you see that happens in this business. People like Andy Green that we had on earlier starts off as a consumer, goes into becoming a retailer, and, and he's a young man, and he's, he's already 15 years in the business now. And, uh, you know, there's, there's old folks out there like uh, Padrones and things like that that, you know, it's their whole life. And, and uh, they're in the 80s right now, and they don't want to leave the business. So it's, it's that type of business. You don't want to leave it. You love it. You, you love it. It's, it's, it's yeah, truly so. a labor of love that the, that the cigar, cigar business brings out to people. And when you love it, you really love it. And now, not I, only do I you... Yep. Not only did you come out with a 15th anniversary cigar this year, you have a new cigar that just hit the shelves this week also. What's that? That is the Grand Cuvée for 2010. That yes. Is a, and what, that's a really that's, nice Connecticut broadleaf. We use a Dominican Lajero filler blend. It's medium to medium. It's medium to full-bodied. And I'll tell you, it's really, really a great smoke. It's probably the fullest-bodied cigar that we, we've ever put out. I would call it full-bodied. I would call that a full-bodied Dominican, no doubt about it. I, I again, smoked that yesterday myself, and uh, I was shocked. And uh, what, what kind of blend is that? That isn't all Dominican, is it? Well, that has a Dominican Lajero blend with a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. Really? There's no Nicaraguan tobacco in that either? No Nicaraguan tobacco in that at all. Amazing cigar. Well, this 15th anniversary, being a Dominican Puro, for the folks that are listening in there and, and trying to figure out what, what is this like, what would a, a Dominican Puro be like, a, the first Dominican Puro that came out was a Toro Fuente Opus X, and that was the first Dominican Puro. As you see the Opus X are coming in, they seem to be coming in lighter and lighter. This one is a dark, dark Dominican tobacco. You know, and I know you guys made a, this is a limited production of this 15th anniversary, but this wrapper is exquisite. Is this beautiful or what? This is an oily, dark, rich, uh, I don't know if you call it a Maduro, but it's certainly Maduro looking to me, and a very rich, rich color. And uh, what a beautiful taste. Look, look at the, look, even look at the burn. Yeah. What a perfect, perfect. Pinpoint, very aged burn. So, you know, this tobacco has been around for quite a while. You smoking this, Chuck? Oh, yeah. This is. Uh, hey, this Joe, is nice. someone's asking, you can't see the chat box from where you are, but someone's asking on the chat box that in your uh, 18, how do you still have 18 year old tobacco? Have you really been, you've only been around for 15 years? Did you purchase aged tobacco back then? Yep. For your 18? We bought a tobacco that was harvested in 1985 called Dominican Oro. It was originally grown as a wrapper leaf and one of the first wrapper wrapper, uh, crops out of the Dominican Republic. And what happened is the leaves were not very big, so they couldn't use it for wrapper. My brother Mike was down on a buying expedition way back when and found it, saw the, saw the tag and said 1985. And they said, oh, yeah, we can, uh, you can use this for, uh, for a small cigar, a cigarillo, but we used it as a, as a filler. And it just added wow. a perfect flavor. And it complemented the 18 Double Connecticut with the Connecticut Shade wrapper and binder, and it just made a perfect, perfect mild to medium body blend. Yeah. So, what happens with, with that with with that 18, the Cusano 18, is the wrapper and, and binder is so light on there, it brings out the flavor of the filler, which is usually the opposite of what, you know, this cigar, for instance, we're tasting mostly wrapper, which sure. happens on most cigars, you're getting 75 to 80% of the flavor of the 
cigar from the outside wrapper. When it comes to the Cusano 18, they went so light on the wrapper and binder that they want you to taste that filler. Which originally was a wrapper to begin with. Right. Exactly. So wrapper, we're, we're wrapper the quality flavor. At, the, at a ridiculously low price. Ridiculously low price. You look at a Cusano 18 at a $7 price range. That is an unbelievable cigar for that kind of money. I agree. I've had several. So, uh, so uh, a, um, a purchase expedition is a lot like David used to be a DJ. I'm a DJ now. So DJs call it digging when we go and try to find a song that is so good that it doesn't hit the radio, but it still produces uh, a very active dance floor. Uh, you guys do that with cigars and tobacco. You go on a tobacco purchasing expedition, and you're looking for the next big thing, which might not even come out for five years. Right. That, that, that's 100% correct. You know, we go out, we'll find a tobacco that we love, and now we have to develop a blend that, that makes that tobacco stand out in, the, in flavor. So, and when you develop a, uh, develop a cigar, you have to, your blend has to be both uh, flavor and mechanics. You have to get a wrapper, binder, and filler that's going to burn at the same rate. It has to, uh, it has to have the flavors that match together. And it's, it's, it's more, it's a combination of art and science creating a cigar. Forgive me for, forgive me for my ignorance, but my job on the show is to be the consummate rookie. Because uh, he is. I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when you go on a, a tobacco purchase expedition, as you said, do you have them roll you a cigar and, and roll several different blends right then and there, and that's how you make the purchase? Or do you light the leaf on fire and just smell the smoke that comes off of it? How does that happen? Kind of you have a cigar, and you're smoking a cigar that has a, a certain flavor that you're very familiar with. And you take the leaf and you smoke through the new leaf with your existing cigar, and that gives you the flavor of that of that leaf. So the leaf goes on the outside of a cigar that you already you already know the yep, characteristics you just, of. You can even just hold it up in front of you and uh, draw through and burn right through. Burn the right leaf. through it. Hmm. Wow. And, and then what's the difference? The difference is what the taste of that what is. The taste of that so, of that tobacco is. It's right. like cigar math. It's cool. Really, it's cool. It's the remainder. You're looking <laughs> for the remainder, a good remainder. Well, Joe, I'm looking forward to coming there. As soon as the show's over, I'm heading over to Salem, New Hampshire to come see you. Most important question, dinner tonight? Dinner tonight, sir. We are definitely on. All right. That's the most important thing. Got to take care of that. All right, Joe, thank you. I'll see you in uh, in about an hour or so and head over there. If anyone's looking uh, for a deal on Cusano Cigars, today's the day. Go in and meet Joe Cusano at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Coincidentally, ex off exit one off Route 93 is Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. And Joe's there till 6 o'clock, and they have the brand-new Cusano 15th anniversary there, the new Cusano uh, Cuvée, uh, not Grand Cusano, but the, along with all the other Cusano cigars, so go and meet Joe there. I'm heading over there as soon as the show's over, and, and we'll see you there, okay? Dave will be signing autographs at the Salem store, yeah. folks, so just swing on by, get his autograph, and get Joe's autograph. Yeah. It'll be perfect. Come on down. So thanks for joining us, Joe. See you in a little while. Thank you, David. Thank you, Mr. Jonathan. Thank you. Okay, that's Joe Cusano. Uh, his brother is Mike Cusano, who actually uh, retired out of the business. Yeah, retired. <laughs> <laughs> that's the word they're going with is retired. Uh, as I said, the love of the business, you will end up seeing, I don't know a thing, but you'll end up seeing Mike Cusano back along with everybody who supposedly sells out of the company and stuff. They sit on the sidelines for a couple of years. They can't stand it. I hear from Mike Cusano all the time. What's happening in the business? What's I've going been in, on? I've been in the office. We'll be in the middle of a, me of a meeting on how the show is going, and then all of a sudden the meeting stops, which it stops for nothing. 
except when Mike Cusano calls. Right, right. And uh, we, we've gone full circle. We've gone 360 because Mike Cusano is a customer again. I love so that. So that's pretty cool that I know he calls you, Ed, because uh, I'd probably give him the cigars for free, so he calls you direct. And I know how that works anyway, but uh, good people, good, good people, good family people. and uh, The cigar industry is filled with good people. It is. And they, they're all hard workers. They, every single one of them deserve what they got. I mean, they work hard at it. Um, you know, they love it, so they work hard at it because they love doing it anyway. So they feel like they're, they're not even working while they're doing it. So All right, so we have, a, we have a break coming up right now. What are we doing when we come after the break? we got a lot going on. I want to talk about the uh, the hottest products, cigar pro- not cigar products, the hottest products coming out for Christmas in the past and present. Plus, we Ooh. have a new cigar. Who's this? Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. All right, we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Cigar Authority and the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Stick around. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare, aged tobaccos in old-world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Flor de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. Discover Flor de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Flor de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more but it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored 
just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle. Super-premium vodka. Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please, enjoy responsibly. Hey, hey, Mom, said the way you move Gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove Speaking of Led Zeppelin, there we go. 30 years ago they broke up, huh? 30 years. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. The place is packed here. It's unbelievable. We're at two guys in Nashville, New Hampshire, and we got a full crowd here. And uh, I even saw a couple girls in here just a few seconds ago. Where, where which, was I? Oh, I was in the bathroom. Yeah. Which brings me to a uh, letter I got. And uh, Gregory sent me a letter and said we should definitely stop saying on the radio show that this is just for guys because we're limiting the market as there are a few cigar-smoking women out there. Right. I've heard this. There's two of them. Both two of them. So we don't want to exclude both of the butch chicks that smoke cigars. They're the dude half of the lesbian pair, for example. <laughs> it's a guy thing for the most part. Yes, there's, there's oddities that happen out there, but for the most part, you folks that are listening in, it's a guy thing. Most of the girls that come in, I've been in the business for 25 years in cigar stores, and uh, we, we have a high volume cigar stores for the most part uh, by by 99.99%. Yeah, it's, it's the girls that can bench press over 300 pounds. They're the ones that smoke cigars while they're doing it. So, or, or if you got a girlfriend that does it and, and she uh, smokes a cigar along with you, she's doing you a favor. She's not really liking it. That's what I'm going with. Uh, See, I find that the, the, the women that are smoking cigars are, are hot. I don't know. It's, Maybe hot, I, it's hot looking. It is hot looking. It is. It's an oral thing is what, what's going on there. Or whatever. But, but now, I actually was CC'd on this email, and this gentleman, Greg, uh, also does not like all of the harsh things we say about Cuban cigars. 
Yeah, he uh, he's he one feels of, that his Mexican cigars that he thinks are Cuban are just as good as the American cigars. Well, you don't know. This guy could be really getting a real deal or anything, but what I would like, and, and Greg, he knows who he is. I, I sent cigars, and he's probably listening in for sure. I would, I would be honored if he would pay us a visit and come here and debate with us. With well, I don't know that much about Cuban cigars. He'd be debating with you. Maybe I could have the bell. You guys can go back and forth, and when, when and if one of you makes a good point, I can ding the bell. Okay. Well, I did a little research on you, Greg, and I know you're listening in here, and I know you know what you're talking about when it comes to premium cigars. I kind of disagree with you on the, on the Cuban factor that I believe uh, Cuban cigars are the, the thing you can't get. You know, it's the forbidden fruit, yeah. and that's a big, big part of it because for the most part, the Cuban people are very unhappy. The production of Cuban cigars have dropped dramatically over the years. The quality of Cuban cigars, and I've been in the business for 25 years, the, the quality of Cuban cigars have gone way, way down over the years. I personally don't think they are what they used to be, and I'm going to say right across the board. Are, are there exceptions to the rule? Yeah, the Cohiba Beehive came out this year. Great cigar. It's $100. Is it worth $100? No, it's not. No, it's not. And a regular Cuban cigar, let's call it $20, $25 cigar for a, a famous name, Churchill-sized cigar or something, $20, $25. A lot of times you get tight-drawing cigars. Uh, they just don't live up to the reputation that they once had. I look at it I look at it like this. You Let's say you spend $25 on a cigar. Yeah. This is not the cigar that you smoke while you're mowing the lawn. This yeah. is a cigar you kick back, you relax, and you make sure that you're paying attention to the cigar. Yeah. Any cigar... If you pay a dollar for it, if you get it for free, or if you pay $25, if you kick back for two hours and you relax and you enjoy a cigar, that cigar to you is better tasting than any other cigar you've had that month. I've had uh, customers come in before and they say, you know, uh, I was in Hawaii, so uh, and I had this great cigar. It was the such and such and such and such. Do you carry it? And it's a garbage cigar. I know that's a real piece of crap that they have in Hawaii or something. And I said, well, let me paint the picture for you. Let me have you understand so I understand exactly where you were in the situation yeah. that you smoked this greatest cigar you ever had. So you, you have this onyx, you're and si you're sitting on the, on the, <laughs> the Hawaiian beach. In Maui. He hates onyx cigars. I hate them. Yes. So oh, sitting on the beach in Maui, and you light up the cigar, and somebody brings you over a drink, and there's beautiful girls walking around, and there's a waiter that, or a waitress that comes out brings you a drink with the with the umbrella in it and life is beautiful and you're smoking an El Producto. And My you say, you know what, this is pretty favorite good. cigar for 20 years. And then all of a sudden you come to New England and it's snowing out, it's freezing cold out, and you buy that same El Producto and, and you stand out in the driveway the snow and you say, <laughs> this cigar is a piece of crap. You know, there's a little bit to set about e each direction that it's in. Now, put yourself in the same situation at the same time as the same cigar, and now you got the real deal happening. You know, go on the beach with the great cigar, and all of a sudden, it's even greater. I so agree. you can enhance that thing anyway. So, Greg, I'm going to be talking to you via email, and maybe uh, uh, you'll come on the show or something, and we'll have a little debate on Cuban cigars, and uh, I'll get some. Um, Keep it friendly, though, because you like competition. Absolutely. You like going after people for no, the jugular. No, no, no. Greg, I will keep Dave reined in, I promise. Greg knows his stuff. I did a little research on him. He, he mentioned somebody that we both know, and uh, she happened to come in the store just yesterday. Is that Karen? Karen, yeah. Yep. And uh, I said, do you know this person? 
person, and she says, yeah, he's a sweet, sweet guy and uh, knows a lot about cigars and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I checked out his website, and he's got some links on his website. He, he knows his stuff. He knows right. his stuff. But Greg, we would love to have you on. He's a believer of Cuban cigars, apparently, and that's it. And hmm. uh, I'd love to debate it because I am not a believer on it. I, I would I, love to sit here and watch the debate. Speaking of Cubans, can I ask a stupid newbie question for yeah. you? So my dad, I was talking to my dad last night, and he's all fascinated, and he's been listening in on the cigar show and loves it. And uh, he bought a Cuban in Bermuda about 20 years ago. He still has it. Now, I don't think this was ever put in a humidor. The uh, question I have is, is there any way that that could be salvaged? We can try to bring it back in a slow, slow process because it, it, it is a, tobacco is a sponge, and I used to always say I can bring back any cigar in a slow, slow way. You add humidity to slow, 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 hmm. but I've been defeated. You know, people have brought me something, and I try to bring it back, and at a certain point, it's, it's, it's balsa wood. It's at the point of uh, no return. Yeah. So 20 years without a humidity fire it's uh you you buy nice cigars you need a humidor guys you know you buy a gallon of milk you need a refrigerator it's going to go bad on you it's it, it's much like that if you especially spending a lot of money this this things like the cigar jar that are out there at twenty dollars it'll keep a cigar fresh forever and ever uh, there's no need you you, you know you, if you, you're going away uh, out of the country and you go buy cigars get yourself a humidor if you do it get a plastic bag for crying out loud and yeah, throw it in there just as a 60-day temporary you put the little well, water pill on it yeah i think it's in a plastic bag but i mean you know 20 years yeah it's, it's probably gone bring it in i will bring it in and you know we can uh put it in there and then we can go check on it every once in a while and you know maybe after three months or something it's smokable or whatever it is they he, Good enough to hang on to it that long. Let's see if we can bring it back. Cool. All right. So I'm, I'm very excited because this has been the day of flavors for me. This is what I love. This is a good show. I don't know if it really is a good show for you listeners out there, but I'm having a good time. I'm drinking Maybe rum. Maybe it's the rum. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm very comfortable right now. Very warm and comfortable. What? Go ahead. You're reading something. Sorry, I was reading. So um, the the flavor that I'm pulling from this one, and I and I – I got different flavors when I was drinking the, the, the rum and the chocolate, so I stopped, Yeah. had a little coffee, cleaned my palate out really good. Mm. I'm getting fried chicken, <laughs> but God. without the chicken, just the batter, <coughs> specific to my mother's fried chicken. I don't know what the recipe is. Grease and flour? A li- just a little bit of fattiness and all of the spices that go along with the fried chicken batter. That's what I'm getting as an aftertaste on this. Yeah, he's out of rum, folks. You can't. <laughs> I don't you know can't about argue that. with fried chicken. That's a good flavor. If you, I someone said it, to me that someone tastes like fried chicken, I'd buy the, the cigar right then. I taste the buttery popcorn on the on the last cigar on the on the Mia Moore, but I don't know about the fried chicken thing. I'm not tasting that at all. Little pepper. You, I'm, I'm surprised there's no Nicaraguan tobacco in here. But he's saying it's an all Dominican puro, and I gotta guarantee that he's telling me the truth. But a very very nice cigar. Uh, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Can't believe it. It's already coming up. What do you think the hottest item this year for Christmas purchases is so is so far? iPad. It is the iPad. Is it really? It's the wow. iPad. Wow. Chuck throwing the bomb right there. I'm just thinking what I want. Doug and, Flutie. Uh, <laughs> that's it. It's the, I, I thought this was going to go on for a little while, but <laughs> hey, the show's over, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right, sorry. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you next week. But I happen to have a list of all the old, each year they come up with and yeah. they say what it was. Like the hot by sales, right? It's dictated by yes. sales. Yep. So last year, if, if the iPad was number one this I'm year. I'm going to say iPod Touch because no, stupid Apple. It was the Kindle. The Kindle or the e-reader, the Barnes & Noble version. Now, that has taken off this year, and the only reason I think that the iPad is winning 
is that the iPad can go online. You can check your email and all right, that stuff yeah. and use it as a reader. Although I've seen it's better than the, the e-reader. Or the, I don't think it is better if you're going to use it as a reader, though, I don't, because the backlit LCD is a little bit more harsh on your eyes, whereas the Kindle reader or the um, what's the other one? E e-reader. E-reader. Noble, e-reader. Yeah, yeah. So that those are they have a special um, screen that the words show right, up right. as if it's on paper. It's not super lit. It's easier on your eyes. If you can do a lot of reading, you want the e-reader. If you're going to do other stuff and read, then you go with the i the iPad. Well, this is how they market things anyway. Um, but supposedly things are tough right now, and the economy is tough, and you got two pretty high-end priced items there. If you go back to 2008, the number one item for the year was, you'll never guess, it was Elmo Live. Oh, my God. I okay. <laughs> so you're talking about a dramatic drop in price. Do you remember the thing with Elmo? Was it the Tickle Me Elmo like five years ago? Tickle Me Elmo. It was like 10 years ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Tickle wow. Me Elmo was 1996. It was the number one item in 1996. That was wow. the that was like the, the first thing that I remember, the first time that Christmas was so crazy because parents had to have these Yeah, it was like all kids. the news. and yeah. They had that movie with uh, Sinbad and Arnold. Yeah. Uh, there was a takeoff of that. My, my, my late brother Jingle bought all that. The way. My late brother bought that for my daughter in 1996 at Christmas, and she was little, and I don't know if she knows what she got. He probably paid way too much for it, but it was the big deal, and he dressed like Santa, and he came and brought it out to oh. her, and it was the Tickle Me Elmo, and that was 1996. But it's amazing some of the low price stuff that ended up being popular, and you would think that that would happen uh, in the past couple of years, right. but it was actually too high a price stuff. The iTouch in 2007, PlayStation in 2006. Mm. The Xbox in 2005. You see, as we go on, a lot of electronic stuff, and then every once in a while, Robo Saplins. Oh, I think I remember that. 2004. I don't even know what it is. It was. It wasn't like a robot dog or something like that. Oh, really? Remember that? Like the robot dog that was huge came out of Japan. No, that I always was, wanted a robot that was vacuum. Beyblades. Bay okay. 2002 and 2004, two consecutive years in a row, fighting spin tops in yeah. Japan. Now we. Don't, I don't know if we even had it here. No, we did. We did. We definitely yeah. had it. I remember it was a big thing. I coached gymnastics full-time, and uh, the kids would come in between classes, and they would have battles. And the deal was genius marketing. If you won, you got to keep the other kid's Beyblade. So that was it was oh, like really? a, it was like a, a little little kid gambling thing and then it no kind of went, went away after that. Kids Teach got their the kid the gambling stuff yeah. in two thousand two two years straight. Two years straight. It was huge. Before that, it was the Bratz doll. Now, I'm talking into, into you guys' age, into into 2000. Mm-hmm. Razor scooters. Remember that was all the oh, rage terrible. in 2000? Yep. Pokemon in 99. Furbies, those little robots yep. you oh, feed God. in 98. Um, we, as, as I said, we had Tickle Me Omo. Beanie Babies came out in 1995. And that, that was, was a hot. huge thing. Pog. You remember Pog? I remember Pogs, up? yep. 1991. 91, of course I remember that. All right. So, how old were you? I was in the seventh grade in '91. Uh, so you were doing it. Grade. You were doing that stuff. Pog. No. Seventh grade. No, no, you no. I used to make that? fun of those kids. Okay. That, that, all these presents right here were all the loser kids that didn't play football and didn't play sports. So I got to go into the '80s to find what you liked. There's no chance. In the '80s, I was part of a very Judeo-Christian. We didn't watch MTV. We didn't do any of that stuff. Did you stuff. play Game Boy in 89? Oh, Never. Yeah. Wasn't oh, allowed yeah. to play video games. Yep. All right. Game yep. Boy, yep. that was the big that thing. That was huge. You, you probably had Care Bears in 85. That was Jonathan. 
Kia why, why is it automatically me? Yeah. <laughs> Transformers, 84. Huge. No, I did have a Transformer. Yeah, I had one. Cabbage Patch Kids, which was all the rage, 83. I remember Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. Yep. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Collectible cards. Yep. Did you have a BMX bike in 82? Uh, About that time, yeah. I had a 1982 BMX bike in the 90s. <laughs> oh, really? We were, we were a poor, poor family. <laughs> poor family. I lived in the ghetto. Oh. Uh, Smurfs yep. in, in uh, 81. Rubik's Cube in 1980. Huge, man. That Very the, big. But you're talking about a $2 item. Imagine that. Yeah. But so that, you, back then, it was more about the challenge. You know, it, it, people were coming up with things that you could dominate if you, you know, paid attention to them. And they didn't have cheat codes back online back then, so you... You had these dorks, again, dorks, well, what I would together do, with Rubik's Cube clubs. I remember that happening. No, I, I would give up on it, and I would attempt to peel the stickers off. Yes. The stickers oh. in the correct positions. You've never accomplished it. Never. 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 No, me, no. never. I tried. Me that. and my friends in the chess club used to make fun of the Rubik's Cube kids. So the kid from the class chess club was making fun <laughs> of somebody right. else. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I, I actually haven't been beaten at chess since in the third grade. Get out of here. I'm not kidding. You're on. I, in, in the fourth grade, I joined this thing. Uh, Bradford College had like a college thing for kids where you could sign up for different classes, and one of them was the chess club. Uh, the second year, I beat the teacher, and I haven't lost since. Hmm. Really? Yep, and he was a rated chess player. He was in the top 100 in the world. We got a chess board right upstairs yeah. at Two Guys Smoke and I Shop. Beat him. There isn't anyone at Two Guys Smoke Shop that can beat Mr. Jonathan at chess. You haven't played chess. Oh, I that will take Chuck on. Challenge. I'm just saying, there are only a handful of things that I am completely incompetent that I will dominate at, and chess is Everything one of Everything you, you talk about, you are completely confident. <laughs> Most of it I make up. Chess, I'm not making it up. I'm a dominant player. Really? Okay. You so. know what my favorite move is? I trade my queen for anything. I don't even care. I'll trade it for a pawn. I'll play without a queen, wow. and I will beat you. Really? Merciless. As soon as someone thinks I've lost my queen, they think I've lost my edge, I use every other piece as though it was a queen. And you still play to this day? Still play. Really? I can't be beat. Mr. Jonathan is a, is a top-notch DJ. He's a top-notch dancer, ballroom dancer, or would you call Swing it dancer, yeah, swing pro. Professional yep. dancer. He is a, is a radio personality, although Spidey has nothing to do with this show. I want to make that. <laughs> <laughs> an expert in cigars. And you, you are becoming an expert in cigars. So you are an expert, top-notch chess player, huh? I'm very confident. Okay. Cool. Okay. I wonder if we can do this on the radio. Somehow. I was just thinking that's that. kind that's of a boring thing. Going. Some of my matches will go three three hours if someone's a, a game player. You do like that, a means, that means you take a long time before you make a move. No. Is there anything that I come up? I have my moves. I'm ten moves ahead. Do a thing Always. where you got to make a move. Is there such a thing as fast play? Yes. Yeah, speed chess. chess. Yep. Speed chess. Or you got to haven't been beat at that either. Really? Not since the third grade. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take care of Mr. Jonathan. He is going down, folks. He is going down. Bring it on, baby. All right, I got a few more of these things. In 1978, Hungry Hippos was, oh, the, yeah. was the biggest thing. Yep. 1977. 78. 78. I can remember commercials for Hungry Hippos. Yeah, man. When I was five or six years old. So I'm going back too too long. No, 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 I was no. born in 78. All right, so now it's past. 76. So I got two years on you here. Hungry Hippos. Oh. 1977 was slime. And before you were born, in my day, 1975, this tells you the, how to bring down Christmas. The number one product in 1975 was the Pet Rock. It was a rock. That was it. It was a rock in a box, and that's what you got for Christmas. Did you go and in you your liked it. Did you go in your backyard and pick it yourself, or did they sell that's this? That's it. You had a rock. You, no, you bought it. 
and maybe it cost a couple bucks. It was a, marketing-wise. You got to look. The guy invented the pet rock. He made millions of dollars. It was a short-lived cool, thing. Cool, man. But I remember. You never heard as never a kid. I had a pet uh, rock. It's the biggest marketing thing that was ever done. Guy took a rock, put it in a box. He sold it. Made millions and millions of dollars. Everybody's been trying to do something since the wow. pet rock in 1975. The biggest Christmas gift. I got a pet rock. I got a freaking rock <laughs> yeah, for right. Christmas, and, and I liked, liked it. it. And I liked it. I had a rock concert someone gave me as a birthday present one time. It was just a bunch of rocks that were painted with eyeballs, and it was on another rock. Right. It couldn't have cost them uh, more than a few cents for the paint and the eyeballs, and that's what that was my gift. So my, my point is here, as time went on, Christmas presents got very, very expensive in, into into this year. What what does an iPad cost? A few hundred bucks? Five, I think. Yeah. Five hundred bucks. Yeah. So, it's a computer for crying out loud. And, and, you, and you go back 35 years ago, you got a rock. Okay. Good so point. Thing, things are better. You know, we just want better and nicer things. But everybody's got lots of TVs, oh. multiple cars, computers in we their house. We are living like kings. That's right. So, the best present I ever got from my dad was not for Christmas or a birthday. He was doing a job site, and he had. Uh, cut a bunch of two-by-fours, and he brought home all of the remnant, remnant pieces of the two-by-fours. And we played for months, my dad, my brother, my sister, and I, in the living room with these blocks, trying to build the most elaborate thing. We'd surprise. And your, bro and your brother became a carpenter. He did. Oh, cool. We would surprise my dad with a new configuration, you know, the highest tower or whatever the thing was. He would come in and be like, that's awesome. Come in, knock it down, and start over and try to beat it. It was the best game that we ever played as a family ever. That's so cool. Two by fours, it cost him well, nothing. Well, you have a little daughter. I'll tell you right now. We, we would buy, uh, you know, as I said, my daughter got the uh, Tickle Me Elmo in 1996. Uh, she's two years old. Yeah. And uh, she played with the box of Tickle Me oh, Elmo more it. than she played with the Tickle Me Elmo thing. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening with it. So you guys got the blocks. So you don't need to spend a fortune. Just get wrapping paper. Yeah. Just get a box, wrap right. it, a, and there you go. A ribbon or, or something like that. Um, Barbie doll came out in 1959. That was the hottest thing at the time. Mr. Potato Head oh, yeah. in 1952 with a pipe in his mouth. The new Mr. Potato Head that comes out does not smoke. Maybe we should get some cigars going for it. What a shame. Sure. But it, but the real Mr. Potato Head, 52. Slinky in 43. Monopoly, 1936. Slinky is that old? 43? Yeah. 43. 19, wow. I used to play for hours with a Slinky yeah. and a Staircase. Yep. It, it's probably one of the longest-lived product that's out there. You the only problem man? is no parent would let their kids play near the stairs now, which the stairs was the thing that we played that's on yes. when it was raining out. We'd, that's right. Who could jump off the fifth stair? You jump down and right. break your leg. Yeah. And there were no car seats. And we liked it. <laughs> and we liked it. Monopoly came out in 1936. Wow. Uh, Another great family game. Yeah. Have families, other families over and have a little, little tournament. It'll be 75 years old uh, this coming year. Uh, Mickey Mouse Handkerchief. In 1930. In 1930. That was the number one present. Number one present, you got a handkerchief for Christmas. Congratulations, you can blow your nose on Mickey Mouse. <laughs> and the yo-yo in 1929. I can't believe the yo-yo is that old. The yo-yo had a huge resurgence in uh, the 80s and then right. again in the 90s with the yeah. butterfly yo-yo yes. and all the different tricks by Duncan. They had a whole yo-yo team. And are, you I remember in the 90s? are you a great yo-yo guy? I'm terrible at the yo-yo. Oh, I was shocked. I'm shocked. I thought you were going to say, and I'm the greatest yo-yo guy. No, no, no. <laughs> I stop at chess. It looks like Ed wants to play me, though. He, it doesn't play, but we're going to get... Gonna, I can't believe how many kids I, don't I, play chess right now. I can now. play chess. Yeah? I can play. All right. I'll I'm, bring I, a board. I, I don't think I'm the greatest by any means. I probably haven't played in if 10 years. If you beat me, I'll never hear the end of it on the show here, so I'm hesitant to play for that reason, but I'm, I'm game. I would actually need to spend a day 
reliving the game before, I, before I'd want to. I actually I I haven't my mind played over. a game in about three years. Okay. I would. All right, we'll play around for you us. Know what? It doesn't count. You don't talk about what happened. Do you play, Fred? All right, Steve plays. Steve, All right, plays. So Steve can coach you. Then the two of you can play on that side. If you each want to have your own board, I'll play both games. Wow. And it'll just be double domination. Really? This is definitely, I wish I was great at it, but I'm not. But I can find somebody great. All right, find him. And, yeah. and the guy has to be a cigar smoker. And sure. he has to be a regular that comes in the store or something. I'll find somebody. We're on the lookout for a great chess player. If, you, if you're on the CigarAuthority.com, chime in. If not, go on ads, A-D-S, at the CigarAuthority.com. Tell us you're a cigar smoking great chess player, and let's kick Mr. Jonathan's butt. Well, you stream it. How's that? You got five guys that'll line up? All right. It's nice. on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Dave, we got a comment from our chat box here wanting uh, to, to discuss the bag phone. I don't remember this. Bag phone was one of the first phones. Who's that that, that said that? I, I know a guy that used to sell the bag phone. I wonder if it's him. Uh, Vinny. No, not Vinny. No, it's Smoke And uh, 55. Smoke 55 also brought it up. The bag phone. I remember people coming in the store hanging this big bag and they were cool because they had this big giant contraption, and it was a cell phone, and it was high wattage though, you know. It was like It'd melt your brain with yeah, that thing. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't wasn't good for the head or whatever. But you were actually uh, a rich guy if you ended up having it. And uh, my sister, I have a half sister that her husband owned a um, reupholstering company, and he had a car phone, which was a bag phone. And my thought always was, well, let's call Domino's and we'll have them meet us at a certain place. And then by the time we get there, the pizza will be ready and we'll pay the delivery guy, but no one ever took me up on it. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, lots of great new cigars just hitting the shelves right now in the store. We have uh, Jose Dominguez Rhapsody. Did you happen to look at that? Oh, yeah. They come in their own little coffin, and they got some wild shapes and things like that. And they're, they're about an $8 cigar. They look really cool. Oh, great present. It's a great present, is right. Uh, Moscow City, which is the new... Uh, hammer and sickle cigar, Moscow City, hit the shelves yesterday. Is that the Maduro? The Maduro. Oh, I can't wait There's for that. There's only a thousand boxes made of this. It's a $10 cigar that boxes at oh, 10 Oh, wait. Didn't Eric Hansen bring that by? We smoked that. We smoked a cigar without a band on it, yeah. Oh, all right. Big elaborate We're band. assuming that that's what it is. Yeah. The the, uh, the packaging came in. It's one size. It's a kind of a thick cigar. I'd say a 56 ring gauge or something. 54. Uh, very, very nice. Those two cigar. ring gauges mean a lot to us. Right. Thank you. Just to make us wrong. Well, that's the third time Dave's been wrong. So, together, we have a hat trick on David. It's, yeah. I love it. It's very weak. <laughs> um, what else is out there? The La Mezcla Cubana Maduro is just hitting shelves right now. And um, tough time to come out with a brand new cigar in December because all the Christmas gifts and things that are out there. But anyway, we got to let you know what's going on there in the world of cigars and hitting the shelves. And we'll probably get to that. Um, not next week because next week we've got a full wrap show. Uh, next week, um, we uh, it's Christmas time, so we're going to be talking about mob movies. Because they tie in together because so well. Because they tie in so perfectly, mob <laughs> movies. We have the writer, director, producer, and star of a new mob movie that's coming out called Boys. Daryl Silva. Daryl Silva. Great guy. And a school teacher, professor, and, and writer, DJ Deeb. They'll both be joining us on the show together. We're going to do the whole show and talk about mob movies. Oh, and I, I have so many questions to ask. There we go. Guys. So that's next week. But uh, this week... What I want to make sure we take care of is the Ten Commandments, because it is Christmas time, and it is religious time, so we need the Ten Commandments not on how we live our lives, but how we smoke cigars. Which is a lot like how we live our lives. Number ten, 
Thou shalt always have a cigar on hand because you never know when you're going to have a fellow brother of the leaf. Well said. That needs a cigar. That's right. I, and I usually, you can make a new friend. I don't go anywhere without having a couple of cigars on me because the best cigars are enjoyed with somebody else. All right. So Although thou, I will drink alone. Thou shalt not be fooled by <laughs> fake cigars, which I made a post on one of the cigar uh, chat groups this week that uh, they asked what your favorite Cuban cigar is, and uh, I've been duped my entire life. I've been smoking Mexican and Dominican cigars thinking that they were Cubans. So don't be duped. If you paid 50 bucks for a box of cigars, it's not a Cuban. That's right. They, typically $20 a cigar, tight draw. Thou shalt not go to a cigar event expecting a free cigar. You can, If you cannot afford one, then uh, you shouldn't have gone to the event. And we, we've had some cigar events like Joe Cusano today is at um, Two Guys in Salem. And if you go there, he's running specials on the cigars. That doesn't mean free cigars. It means free cigars if you buy cigars, but not necessarily. Sometimes there's free cigars, but in this particular case, there's not free cigars. Thou shalt not be rude about smoking a cigar. Be respectful while you're in public. Always. Thou shalt not complain about the prices. Pay what you pay. Thou shalt store cigars properly. Absolutely. If you're buying cigars in bulk, have a humidor. Otherwise, store them in a plastic bag. They'll keep for up to 60 days. Thou shalt not abuse a cigar. It's okay to buy a double Corona and cut it in half. Uh, I don't know. No. You don't, buy, don't ever buy a big cigar and cut it in half and say, now I have two cigars. Okay. Thank you. you have ruined a good cigar. You have. You have ruined Thou it. Thou shalt not mistreat a cigar. Your cigar probably unraveled because you cut it improperly. Or it burns crooked because you're a bad lighter. Uh, number two, thou shalt not brag about the brand you smoke. And the most important one, thou shalt not bring cigars purchased online into a cigar shop. That's a big no-no, folks. That is a no-no. Buy your cigars at brick-and-mortar stores. It is a small business type of business. Buy your cigars at your local brick-and-mortar cigar store, and let's keep them alive and have places to go and enjoy premium cigars. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the Cigar Authority this week. I had a good time. Yeah, Cheers baby. Cheers to you. We'll see you next week. Hey, we got a, an audience here and everything clapping. <laughs> it's so exciting. Thanks, everybody. It's All the right. more movies next week on the Cigar Authority. We're going to bump out with a little Ray Charles right now. Bye-bye. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting the job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi. 
This is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can get guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. 